bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, you better believe it's Saturday night in the Mile High City, live on the air everywhere. Here it is, the Modern Eater Show for another edition. It's a rainy edition, but thank goodness everybody got in here in time except for Cody Ann. Uh, you, you came drenched. <laughs> yes. Which is fine. How Be- much I love you guys. Huh? How I know. I love you guys. Just uh, like the mailman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Rain, sleet. So much to cover. What an action-packed show that we have. We're in Studio Kitchen, Colorado tonight for a live broadcast, and it's hyper-local at its finest because that's how we do it, Brian. That is how we roll. I always say that this show is kind of like an oatmeal cookie, oatmeal raisin. You know, you bite into it, you figure out, oh, it's a chocolate chip cookie. And then about half an hour later, you figure out it's an edible. It's just all <laughs> Welcome to Colorado. You just have no idea what you're going to get. But uh, I can guarantee you it's going to uh, please because that's what we are. Be fun. Well, I mean, how, how can you go wrong when you have a farmer, a chef, a baker, a, a tortilla butcher, maker, a and a butcher? Yeah. And all in the same and place. Come on. The man who invented produce. <laughs> and Cheeto. And Cheeto. And Cheeto. Cheeto. And Cheeto. Uh, again, Cheeto? full show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Dave Avery, Little Rich Snyder. Little Rich, uh, what a good night tonight. Are you ready for this? It, well, I pr- have a prediction, Greg. What's that? I'm going to predict that this will be the best show we've ever had. Yet. Are we still on the air? Because those types of things. <laughs> now we're off the air. Thanks, Little Rich, for <laughs> that, that's how That's how that Somebody works. Knock so, on wood. So, the, yeah, the, we- the weather is going to uh, not do anything to our live broadcast from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Uh, first of all, midway through almost this week, it's the fourth week of the Summer Dinner Series. I got to tell you, I was looking at tickets uh, sales for... Five out of eight dinners sold out. Holy That's awesome. cow. Just this early. Boom. So gone. This early. Yeah. So, and Holy actually, there's a couple of dinners, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, uh, Justin Brunson has a couple of tickets left for his dinner. SummersDinnerSeries.com. SummerDinnerSeries.com. Featuring the best products that we sourced in Road Trip 2019 as we circled Colorado to uh, just get goodies. Uh, great ingredients that Colorado has to offer, and we talk about it all the time with the agriculture that we have, with the vast uh, differences in, in terrain and climates uh, throughout Colorado that we can feature potatoes, we can feature sunflower products, we can feature ranching, we can feature uh, veggies, we can feature Fish. fruits. Vegetables. So yeah, everything. Everything right here in Colorado. We are blessed to be here. Um, Wasn't it crazy on that road trip, though, Greg? We saw every season while we were on that road trip in, truly in, did. From, in the end of June. From Colorado Springs to Victor, Colorado, going up near. Snowstorm. No, we started out in rain. Yeah. Then it turned into sleet. And, and then snow. it was hail. <laughs> and yeah. then it was snow. And then we were there, and we were like, wow, we just went through every season in the matter of, like, 45 minutes. And that was the last week of June, Colorado. folks. I mean, and yeah. that was Isn't the last awesome. week of June. Um, so, again, here's the lineup, 615, and she's on right now, but Cody Ann Locketour, Aspen Baking Company. Um, first of all, I don't think we've had the honor to do it yet, but official new sponsors of the Modern Eater Show. So you'll Thank be hearing you. a lot from Codes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Hollis. Yes, we are so excited. And uh, wait until you see the content that we're going to create. It's going to be so cool. And we'll show you why we're in love with this company and these gals. I mean, to the moon 
is what you call it. To the to moon. To the moon. Yeah. Uh, in love to the moon. So. Oh, look at that little yeah. uh, tornado flash flood, flash flood warning. What, what do we got going on? Our cameras. Oh, by the way, live on Facebook. Uh, as well. So if you want to check out the action in the studio, and it's kind of one of those just uh, we're giddy with the weather and and just happy to be doing this broadcast and featuring all of these great businesses. So Cody Ann will be talking about this project that she's involved in in the next segment. In the meantime and in between time, uh, Amber's going to come on from Strohauer Farms. And this is a potato farm that we're just getting acquainted with, but I'm so excited. It's up north a little bit, northeast, uh, just a tad in LaSalle. LaSalle. Yeah. yeah. And oh. actually, I've known Harry um, for years and years because Harry and well, his family. Well, you showed him how to grow potatoes. Bro. No, 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 no. Harry showed me a couple <laughs> of things. Taught him what a too, potato yeah. was. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm really interested in that. And uh, Chef jo- Josh Chesterson from Modern Market's going to be on at 6.45 in the In the Kitchen segment, 7 p.m. Nate Singer from Carter Country Meats and uh, 715 Flash Flood. Yep, Flash Flood. Flash Flood. That's, uh, you know. I got most of it. I got the so. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ring out your shirt. <laughs> There's the Flash Flood. Zach Johnson, the Spice Guy. Erica Brown from Vibrant Veggies is going to be on. And then last but not least, and booze in the news for all the booze news you can use at 745 with Jeff Tyler, Spice Trade Brewing Company, and host of a Modern Eater Network production, Beercraft which we'll talk about all of those things. If that's not enough, I think I've said enough for the whole thing. Uh, Christopher Moore, chef. How you doing? How are you? Doing great. ACF Colorado Chefs Association chef. We've uh, become acquainted with you for years now. Absolutely. And everything you do is just top notch. Thank you. Uh, you're a member of this community that means so much to all of us. And we are looking so forward to August 13th, 13th yes. which is a Tuesday night. You're right. It's the ACF Colorado Chefs Association dinner, and it's, in my estimation, the biggest, baddest, coolest dinner of the summer dinner series. The last year we paired up two different chefs, ten chefs, five right. courses, right. paired up for a, an evening of community. And I can tell you that if you purchase tickets, it's eating for a cause because 100% of the proceeds will be going right back to the ACF Colorado Chefs program. Apprenticeship program. That's Talk right. about it. So, uh, yeah, so I teach second year uh, apprenticeship for our uh, CCA. And uh, we're the only uh, chefs association in the United States uh, in the ACF who actually run our own and, and teach our own apprenticeship program. Uh, and it's awesome that uh, we have this opportunity to actually, one, pair up with each other because as, as chefs and part of a, an association, we don't get to cook together very often, but we all, uh, you know, big camaraderie with all of us. The fun part about it is we have to like pair up and not only pair up and, and work on each other's strengths, but also all the wonderful produce that we can produce and products that we can uh, obtain as we go through this uh, through the process. And Brian, it's funny that you, you're talking about the potato farm, and I've used their products for years. I just I just finished cooking. Uh, I just met a bunch of lamb ranchers, and I just did a. Uh, the Colorado Wool Growers Association in Montrose two days did ago. Did you do that? I did do I that. I saw some what, pictures. What, what'd you make to eat? Ooh, that was good stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff. I did like lamb barbacoa tacos, and we did um, we did lamb gyros. I actually took legs and made actually gyro meat out of legs, and and then uh, of course the dinner itself is like lamb lollipops and and sirloins, and it's it's always fun to go do that event because you actually get to meet the people that produce the products that you get to use, and you're you get a chance to thank them. 
because mm-hmm. if they didn't do what they did, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Yeah. And that's one of the beauties of actually going out and doing those events. And it's a lot of driving, but you know, it's it's more fun cooking for them and just showing that appreciation for what they do. I think it's also so, fun for them to see what chefs oh. are doing with what they make. Absolutely, absolutely. And you would think that like they, you know, they grow and raise lamb and they want to keep eating lamb, but they do. I mean, they were, I mean, these the ranchers and they eat and it's awesome. It's really cool that, that they uh, they appreciate the efforts that we put forward and we've done it for I think eight or nine years now. Actually longer than that. One of my chefs that was with us did it for, he's done it like 18, the, one of the first ones they did was like 18 years ago. Jeez. So, nice. Well, hey, I want to tie back into that dinner real quick because Greg made a bold statement. Mm-hmm. He said that that's going to be the best dinner. So tell us why. Why, chef, is that um, going to be the best dinner? Yeah, we've got some big names, man. We've already had Keegan Gerhardt cook some insane food i mean he was there what who are all the people cheeto there's a lot of good food man how are you gonna how are you gonna top it well you have you have uh acf chefs are usually top chefs in top positions and and have a great ability to do whatever they you know creatively do what they want to do and it's fun when you get all of us together and we put our heads together and just crank out amazing food and then you see the apprentice around as well and the apprentices are there helping as well because they get to be a part of it which is which is really fun because the idea is to help them promote into the the chapter and and be in the chapter as well you know we have one of our one of our apprentice graduates uh uh, just recently went and spent some time in las vegas filming a show and i can't talk about it but um there's a little bit which means that these are people that are really dedicated and passionate to our craft all right. Um, it's one thing to be a chef and, and say, watch a TV show and say, oh, I can do this. And it's another thing to actually like go through the process of learning and, and coming up through the industry. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a comi and there's a chef de partie and I want to do what he does. So I have to learn what he does to climb the ladder. And that's the process of what we do in our industry is, is learning the processes and the steps to become a really great chef. Because I'm in the point now where I'm actually a mentor. So would you say that's a big part of what the ACF does is Absolutely. is really helps build those younger chefs to Absolutely. something like where you are? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's what so that's cool. that's what we drive. Summerdinnerseries.com. It's week seven of the Summer Dinner Series. I'll guarantee it right now. This is going to be a dinner uh, that won't be soon forgotten. So please participate. Come to that. I'd appreciate it. Christopher Moore, executive chef. Degree Metropolitan Food and Drink, man. That's a restaurant inside of which hotel? So we're Spring Hill Suites Marriott at downtown at MSU, right at Araria and Spear, oh, across from the Pepsi Center. Good stuff. Um, it's a public restaurant. Most Spring Hill Suites don't have restaurants, and we do. I've eaten there, man. That's and, a cool place. And, the uh, bar is cool, too. Getting ready to change the, change the menus and change our approach and attitude and come in, and we should do I a like show it. there. I may or may not have been kicked out of there once, <laughs> so hopefully we get the statute of limitations is clear on that. No, as I far don't. as I know, I've only been there a couple months, so we, you know, slate's Start clean. Start clean? All slate's right. Clean. I've, I've matured a lot. <laughs> since then. <laughs> sure you have. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll take a quick turnaround. We'll come right back. I got to tell you, when you hear our sponsors and you hear the commercial, they're, they're curated. These are the best of the best. They're local. Um, they're as, as good as you get. And truly, if you love the programming that we do on this show, you've got to participate as well. And it first starts a little rich with you getting in little Rich's corner. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to jump over here. Hold on. Facebook, you get full value for this. Little Rich is going to go over there. But uh, listen to our sponsors. If there's something that strikes your ear and uh, it's something that you can use, uh, I would implore you to please do just that. Uh, use their products. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. 
through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, you guys. Jay Parker here for Encore Energy. How much are you paying for your natural gas? Wouldn't you like to save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill? Of course you would. You're not crazy. Encore Energy and Brian Rizzuto can do just that. Save you money. Give Brian a call. 720-245-5771. Maybe you own a restaurant or a brewery and use a ton of natural gas. This is how you save money. Get a free savings review from Brian Rizzuto and Encore Energy. Call Brian. Brian at 720-245-5771. Save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill right now. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Why not have a 
that gentleman has a few tickets left to his dinner on uh, August 20th. Which is 20th. just amazing. Burning down the house that. with Justin Brunson. No, it's actually just a few tickets left. This is almost a sold-out series, and I want you to come to not only Justin's dinner, but please, the ACF Colorado Chefs Association Dinner, SummerDinnerSeries.com. This segment brought to you by Brews Beers. We love Brews Beers, and uh, we were just visiting them today. Happy anniversary. I hope the rain didn't affect them too much, but uh, they're doing a big shindig in Midtown. Fancy name for Commerce City in no, that's not Commerce City, man. That's that's sunny a cool side. area. Yeah, it's more sunny side. It's 60, 67th and Pecos right there. Back to our uh, show with the <laughs> with our friend Cody Ann. Oh, Thank you. It's uh, or Cody, co- or or codes. <laughs> yeah. We 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 can all three, no problem. There we go. There How about we she's, go. she's bringing home the bread. Aspen Baking Company, we had a little tour. I got to tell you, so, Brian, have you been to Aspen Baking Company? I didn't get to go with you guys that Jay, day. Jay, fire I up your to. microphone. You're missing out. You I know. Will you give me a tour sometime, Cody? Will you wear shoes? Yeah, uh, better than mm. Mr. Flip Flop Boy over here. Yeah. I saw that. Can we talk? With I his put a hairnet oh. Putting his hairnet on his feet. But admit yeah. to me this, that was entertaining. Oh, it was fabulous. Right? I mean, I'd watch that. I, I watched it like three times. <laughs> But like, I was there. Like, what's wrong with Greg? I saved those <laughs> hairnets. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So just so you guys know, we went to Aspen Baking Company. And I full on know the rules. You're going into a production facility. They don't want your stinky toes out. They don't want mm-hmm. hairnets. Take the jewelry out. Jay had to take his 1980s double hoop earrings out. How long did it take you to get those back in? <laughs> you know, uh, it took me about half an hour. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but that's good. I mean, that's good. Take the earrings out. Yeah. They haven't been out in about 20 years, and yes, I'm 42 and I still wear <laughs> earrings. Let's just let's just front sell that so that it, you can make you formulate your opinions. Hey, yeah, now don't worry, dude. I just got my 10-year-old some some magnetic me, ones. It's totally fine. I'll here. say this though: uh, really clean facility, organized. Every room that we went into, and if you go to the Modern Eater Facebook page and you dig in our videos, you'll see it. Every area that we were in, bread-wise, clean, organized, uh, the folks were smiles, and it, and it was just, uh, I, I would say, fun. It was fun to walk around. You can tell it was a family business because yeah. the culture was so great inside of there. You walk in, and, and here's a new project. To the First of all, I don't want to speak for it, but the grab-and-goes, yes. right? That, that's your baby. So grab and go and box lunches. It's amazing. Talk about it. You saw, so Aspen's been around for over 25 years, and we are such a customer-oriented co- like company that we listen to our chefs. And box lunches have become such a big thing, but I'm like echoing, sorry. Um, it takes so much time in production off of a you know the kitchen's normal day-to-day. So to be able to outsource that, have everything perfectly done for you, um, I mean, it just saves so much time, headache, money, and then also now getting into the grab-and-goes. We're in a lot of our big customers, hospitals, um, large, you know, office buildings down in DTC. It's really cool to be able to be so creative and to see the end product, like going yeah. in and seeing people like Hollis and I both have friends texting us like, oh my gosh, I just saw your grab and go, uh-huh. or we just had, we saw this at, you know, this hospital or this building. And it's, it's really cool. You're gonna, love it. Yeah. Is there a price point? I'm curious. Cause you talked about price. That's important. Is there, is there a big, is that hard to hit that price point that you can get out to the masses? With grab and go, um, 
Yes, yes, of course. But also, I guess what I really meant with the price is when you have to bring in temps, yeah. when you have to, you know. The strain on the kitchen. The strain on the kitchen, because at, if you have 1,500 box lunches that need to go out tomorrow, you have to bring in temps. The labor market sucks right now. It it's does. not fun not being able to rely on people. So just being able to outsource all of that and have a beautiful box lunch delivery. Not only beautiful. Sitting there in your kitchen. But local, Colorado, great ingredients. You know you're supporting a um, Colorado business in Aspen Baking Company, and it's going to be consistent. The quality is going to be there, and it's just truly a no-brainer. I got to tell you what, watch out breweries. We're coming from for you. We're going to talk to breweries because this is right up their alleys where the food truck problem to be able to mobilize food yeah. truck. And I don't know if the ability is there to get it to the amount of breweries that there are, but I think we possibly could. I think we will. And um, we're going to create some great content, show you these delicious. If you're on Facebook right now, you can see these. Which camera are we using? Hold those up to this camera right here. Coats. <laughs> this that, one? Right here. Right there. Oh, Jay's camera. Look at this delicious. And this is everything. Like I'm a sandwich guy. <laughs> I'm a sandwich guy, Brian. I love a great quality sandwich. What's your favorite sandwich? sandwich? I'll tell you what. Uh, it goes like like roast beef and Havarti. I'll do something like Let that. Let me ask you, is there or, uh, any method to the way that all that stuff is stacked inside between the oh, bread? Oh, you're going to do what? what, what oh, yeah. Stuff? Don't even get me started on this. All right. So, I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tomato, I'm picky with my tomatoes, but I'll put them close to the bread for a little bit of absorption if they have. Oh, well, you to, to then, dry them out and, so they don't ruin yeah, stuff. And then, okay. and then I'll throw some lettuce down there, but I want the cheese closest to the meat. Thank you. And, I want and that, what else? I want my condiments on the bread. Uh-huh. Right? I don't like it drizzle. Uh, so, I mean, so mayonnaise and lettuce, mustard and cheese. Yeah. That's how it goes, uh, man. Side. Just so everyone knows, that's that's the way to make a sandwich. There's what varieties do you have? It's really cool. We have a full service menu: turkey, ham and cheese, roast beef. We've got a great, you know, artisan bread selection. So we've got a, you know, cranberry walnut turkey sandwich, jalapeno cheddar roast beef. Um, but it's really cool because we are a full service kitchen. We can cater to the catering menus of these, you know, big businesses and, and big hotels. Anything that you throw at us, you know, give us a couple days to make samples, bring it over to you, make sure that it's up to your standards, and then we'll just duplicate everything that you've done in your kitchen. Now, that's a great point. So we have a lot of people that are decision makers that listen to this show, that have businesses that go, man, this might be right for me. Cody Ann, how can people get a hold of you directly via email? I wouldn't give out your cell phone <laughs> number. <laughs> Orders at AspenBaking.com. Now give out your cell phone number. All right. No, three three. No, no, no. Orders um, at AspenBakingCompany.com. No, and we love, I mean, I love connecting with people, you know, these decision makers or somebody that just wants some office lunches for everyone to have or a but special occasion. But you don't want occasion. someone calling you for one sandwich. Like, you'll tell them where to go, right? Of course. Here, here's where you can go. And I can tell you one place we know of is the Hyatt downtown. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Yeah, you can go to the Hyatt downtown, grab one of these. Do you know what ruins a sandwich sandwich for me? What? Poor quality bread. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. The like bread that's makes the, the sandwich. It absolutely it makes the sandwich, and that's where you just are way ahead of the game because you have the most delicious bread on the market, and Thank it just you. so happens to be Colorado uh, Aspen Baking Company bread, which is so cool. What's something that we should know about the future of this? What can we do? What can we expect? Where are you looking to put these sandwiches? Uh, will there be a location? Will there be a Aspen Baking 
bakery Store with front. yeah sometimes i mean we can uh, dream can't we we would love that yeah. um right now we are just you guys saw yeah. we're expanding so much we're on top of each other it's been such an amazing experience we are riding this wave out as long as we can yeah. um every i mean we got into this for just doing box lunches mm -hmm. and then grab and go started and then we met chris johnson here with rome sausage and decided to do a breakfast burrito or a breakfast sandwich um it's really evolved into something that we had never planned. That's so networking. it's really exciting. Yeah, at its finest. And I bet you anything you would take suggestions if there are other companies that could add to your sandwich's quality, reach out to you and say, hey, listen, I want to pitch you something that I think would be great inside of your sandwich. We would love that, especially local. Everything we do is local, so buying from us is buying local, and that's why we love you guys so much. Everything's nice. Super local. It's six, Hyper local. It's 6.30 on 6.30 K, how our flagship radio station right here in Denver, Colorado on iHeartRadio. Cody and Lacatour, thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you, guys. It's time to eat some delicious food. Look at this back here. I know. That's, that sounds, right. that's Do you know how many delicious. days that steak has been aged before it came here and got on that grill? 27. 27? I think more than that, wasn't it? 45. 45 days. <laughs> right? Jay, do you want to get in? That's happening. I thought something was nine years old. <laughs> there was. <laughs> That's your underwear, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Jay, we're going to step up the meat a little bit more. Nine Joke's years. Joke's on you. I don't wear any. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Why'd you tell everyone? No, that? I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, just stop. <laughs> Amber Strohauer, Strohauer Farms. They're coming up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Colleen Ferreira here with the Colorado Chefs Association. You've probably heard the excitement. This year, we are creating a stir in the culinary community. This is your personal invitation to join us on our constant culinary adventure. Let us open up our network to you and help you grow professionally. Whether you are a chef, purveyor, brewer, baker, we are here to build your brand, your business, and connect you with Colorado's culinary community. Join us. I'd love to hear from you. Email me, Colleen, at acfcoloradochefs.org. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, pizza lovers. It's your pizza guy here, Jason McGovern, with Crush Pizza and Tap right here in Denver, Colorado. With your help, let's make pizza great again. Come into Crush Pizza and Tap for our award-winning pizza, wings, and local beer. But we're serving up three styles of pizza for you to crush. Dig into our Chicago deep dish with sauce on top of the cornmeal crust. And don't forget about our Sicilian, that's right, with cheesy crisp edges and that soft, soft crust. Don't forget about America's pizza. How could you do that? Crush Pizza and Taps hand-tossed pizza will take your taste buds back, back, back to that neighborhood pizzeria you loved as a kid. You like deals? Come in and mention The Modern Eater and get a buy one, get one free on our hand-tossed pizzas any day of the week. Man, that's good. Lastly, don't forget to crush our award-winning smoked wings. They're Little Rich approved and loved by everyone. Crush Pizza and Taps conveniently located at 1200 West 38th Avenue, just minutes from downtown. Come and crush pizza with us. We've been making pizza great again since 2012. 
It's Crush Pizza and Tap. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills. And I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and on Facebook as well. This uh, segment brought to you by Crush Pizza and Tap. Uh, love Jason McGovern and what he does. I mean, you want to talk about craft pizza, delicious craft beers, and uh, probably, in my estimation, some of the best chicken wings in town. So, the tasty. best. They're, they're tasty. Chicken wings. Very, very tasty. It's a three-step process, and Jason McGovern, he is the governor when it comes to that. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Crush Pizza and Tap. You heard the voice of Brother Luck, and Brother Luck is uh, week six of the Summer Dinner Series, and that's August 6th. And we're doing him with black, our Black Force friends, right? Yeah. Or the new? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you just made Rocky just Mountain Organic. Rocky Mountain I just Organic. had a small stroke right there. That was it's okay. really weird. Um, but Brother Luck's dinner is sold out, so sorry about that. Oh, it just went. Next year, you'll be able to get to that. Yeah, we're selling these dinners out Man. left and right. SummerDinnerSeries.com. See what tickets that you can grab up. And uh, speaking of Summer Dinner Series, this Tuesday night, taking the stage is Miss Carly Smith, the fairy godmother, Brian. And she's sold out, right? She, or is there any left for her? She is sold out. Sold out. <laughs> she's ready, locked and loaded and ready to go. And one of the uh, great purveyors is right here with us right now. And I'm looking yep. so for this Amber Strohauer. And I'm saying that correct? Perfect. Strohauer Farms. It's impressive. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having us. First visit, but not yeah. the last. And we're going to talk potatoes right now. That's my favorite thing to do. I so. said to Amber. <laughs> I said to Amber, anybody that doesn't like potatoes, I don't even trust them. I don't want to be around them. Potatoes are okay. the thing. It's gonna, they've, they've been the, the past. They're the future. Yeah. It's My favorite breakfast food of oh. all the foods. It, it just it spans through breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. um, snack, <laughs> dessert <laughs> if yeah. you want to. Well, potato chips. We don't think how many ways potatoes touch our lives. I know. We really don't. On a daily don't. basis. And now Amber's here to uh, talk on the show. I know. We're like potato <laughs> We're potato souls. vibing right now. <laughs> we're vibing like on it. the potatoes. Where do we start? Family farm? Where do we start? Yes. Um, I'm a fourth generation potato farmer. Uh, we've been growing potatoes in Greeley, Colorado. Now we're north of Denver uh, since 1901. Um, and yeah, we... centennial farm? Pretty much. I, yeah. You know, we, we don't claim that right now because it's kind of hard to trace that completely back. But... In the Greeley area, at least, we've been growing potatoes that long. I would believe it. Your dad is such a stand-up guy. I mean, so nice I'll tell you, I've known him for a long time, and what they're doing, they're, they're, their spot is just beautiful. They were innovators with bags. Tell us about the spot. I mean, so That's much amazing. stuff. 
the spot? Yeah, where are you at? The spot. I mean, okay, well, what was kind of fun today, we're in LaSalle technically, and today is LaSalle's day, so. Is it really? Yeah, so it was like a big parade, 5K, all that, so that was kind of fun. The whole community gets together. Yeah, you, and for like a small town, we do a good job, so. You do, do like potato <laughs> back raises. And <laughs> oh my gosh, we used to do that, and we don't do it anymore. What? Stop I know. It. I, yeah, you know, that should be my year. job. Because I'll tell you what, you, <laughs> you tell the folks at LaSalle, next year we're coming. Okay. The Modern okay. Eater Show, we're coming you up there. You just committed, but if, so. If yeah, we did just, right now. We're going to do a live <laughs> broadcast up there. We're going to be with the folks in LaSalle. But if there's no potato sack <laughs> racing. You're out. <laughs> we're not going. <laughs> See how it is. So we need to make sure that that's there. Deal. Uh, very fun, but serious stuff right here because you've got great potatoes. And if you're on Facebook Live, you can see it right now in front of us. But yeah. what are you guys growing? So we're growing just about every potato variety except, like, sweet potatoes. Um, but what we're really known for is the fingerlings. Well, but don't tell him. Let's see if he can figure out what's on the table here. Yeah, tell me. Come on, Craig. Come on. It's easy. Russet and a fingerling. No, that's you're wrong. Oh, uh, I'm already, oh my God. Uh, no russet. Okay, I'm I, sorry. That's not a russet. Can I, no, jump, can I jump in here? Try it. I'm going to say, first of all, Amber, I don't, I'm Jay. Yeah, I don't know if, if you know that uh, potatoes have more potassium than bananas. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say uh, Yukon Gold. You got it. Perfect. Uh, oh, I cheated. Now, yeah, I cheated. But, Jay, now the real test, do you know what each of these fingerlings are Yes, each are of called? those fingerlings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finger, uh, fingerling. Purple, pota- red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, this, I, there's so many things trying to fight their way out, I can't say any of them on the radio. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Great. Brian, come Amber. On, come on. Yeah, Brian, do you I'm think I'm already you out of the game. I, yes, well, I cheated a little bit. I asked you because, but I, yeah. I was going for even specific varietals of, yeah. as opposed to because see, you can cheat and you can say that's just a yellow. You don't have to go to a Yukon. You can say that's just a yellow because, quite honestly, it might be a crossbreed of like a Latona and something else. We don't, we don't know what it is because there's so many varieties of potatoes, and that's what's cool. Oh, but yeah, you know, can you name ten varieties. Oh, my gosh, yes. Do it. Well, right here. Okay, so uh, for fingerlings on purples, we have – these are purple fiesta. We also grow purple Peruvian, which I love because potatoes are, you know, originally from Peru. Yep. Uh, and then you've got your Yukon Golds. We've got our banana fingerlings. These are specifically in the banana category, Austrian crescents. And then for the red fingerlings, you have French. So. Nobody knows that except the Strohauers. Right? No, right? <laughs> Nobody knows that. But, you know, what's interesting on the Yukon Golds is it's kind of like Kleenex. These are actually, like, just a specific name of a variety, but everybody now calls them Yukon Golds. I mean, my extent is like a red boiling potato (laughs) 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 and a uh, russet. Uh, So what does that all mean? (laughs) Do they taste the same? No, they're also different. (laughs) Can you talk about where the taste variation is going to come from? Well, my favorite type is always a purple potato. Um, They're just, they have more of like an earthy taste. And I just love that. But also from like a health standpoint, they have the most antioxidants of any other type of potato. How would you prepare that? Okay, so actually tomorrow at the Slow Foods Nation Uh Larimer Square Food Show, we're going to be at the Colorado Fruit and Veggie Growers booth, and we're doing these um, purple potato fingerling uh, chocolate truffles. So we're doing like a vegetable dessert. So I'd love to see if Brian actually thinks they taste like a truffle. Yep, I will Um, be there. I will be go checking it out at at 
I this will isn't be, slow I will foods. Be there, go check it out. I will be there. Go check it out. Well, you know me, man. My my head is I'm already there. Yeah. I want to yeah. try yeah, this chocolate are. truffle. Sure. I do too. I mean, so, that sounds so good. So you can stop by and see you guys. You'll be live and in Technicolor. Yes. Right there. And you know, we're using fresh potatoes. I I dug them yesterday, so. You dug them up. I I dug them up. Serious? So, so you're hands on. <laughs> On the yes, not. I mean, you know, I'm an office job technically, but you gotta I'm sit. out in the field, you know, once a Let day me at see least. Your hands. Come on. <laughs> Is there any dirt? No. No. Uh, no she came to a show tonight. I know, and you know, I was cooking today, Here, so the, I can't be. Put it back on him, Amber. What do you know? What what family the potatoes fall into? Do you know what kind of a what kind of a animal they are? <laughs> Root. That was good. Almost. You're close. What, what do you mean? It starts with a T. I'll give you first word. First letter. Oh, they're root. First word. They're rooty. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay babe. Man, the, bring it out. You it's wanna, it's you, your favorite thing, babe. It's not. your favorite thing. Do you want to honor? T-U is the second letter. Turmeric. Oh, uh, is that? That's a, um, so close. It's that's a, a root, too. Oh, they, I know what it is. They're tuberous. Yes. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Come on. Not only fun, but educational. Yeah, absolutely yeah. educational. Another something that nobody knows about potatoes. Okay, so with Carly doing this um, gut health dinner on Tuesday. And you'll be here. And, yes, I'll be here. And what I love about her incorporating potatoes is, you know, it's one of the best food sources for your gut. Um, potatoes have, if you cook potatoes and then cool them in the fridge, mm-hmm. um, and even if you kind of heat them up again, uh, they have more resistant starch than any other, than almost any other type of food source. So, uh, kind of feeding the gut bacteria. We have fact checkers all well, the time. Here, well, here's a here's a weird one. Here, do you smell this? See if you can tell what this oh, yeah. smell is right there. Can you smell that? Oh my God, that's so floral though. Do you know what it is? Yep, yeah, we'll, we'll see if he knows what it is. This isn't supposed to smell like. This. Yes, it is. This time of year, like that's the potpourri. best. What Amber, throw me one of those potatoes. I want to smell what he smells. Here, smell mic. right there, babe. Let's oh, see if you guys can figure this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a uh, um, that's a uh, card- uh, cardamom. Uh, uh, close. It starts clove. with a C. Clove. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And clove. do you know why they put clove on the potato? Something to do with insects. No, you're oh. close. You're close. Something to do with insects. You're still not that close, but mm. you're getting further away. <laughs> can you uh, go ahead? No, I don't know. I have a question, though. Because it's because of, so there's something that the bad guys put on their food. Pesticides. Yeah, well, they also put sprout nip at the end. And clove oil is a nat- natural sprout nip. And what if people don't know what that is, is Man, potatoes a- want to go back into the ground at this time of year. Yeah. They So they start growing out the roots. And so what you do is you put clove oil on it, and it stops the root growth. Yeah. Shut the front door. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. I just made that up, you guys. What are yeah, you talking Brian's about? Yeah, I just. Uh, she'll be on the show much, much more. <laughs> Amber Strohauer, thank you so much. Strohauer Farms. We're, I, I want to get her to do another dinner. I think she does more than just Carly's dinner. Yeah, I, think I think we bring her back for another dinner. Potatoes yes, are universal. Please. Yeah. I'd love that. Yes, yep. please. Okay. We'll see her here Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, if you didn't get a ticket to Carly's dinner, sorry about that, too. Those Next that year. are coming. Next year, maybe. Uh, fantastic. Uh, what a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, guys. So great. This is really fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's amazing. what it's all about. Education, fun, community, and family businesses. So, And wait um, till you taste the food. Oh, wait, wait. Something very important before we go to break. Mm-hmm. Where can, can people find your product by name in grocery stores, or where do they yeah. get it? Huh? We're, we're under Strohauer Farms. We're in most retail stores, yep. especially here in the 
Denver this area. This time of year, she's yeah. her products That's everywhere. Her job. Yeah. Look for it by name. Local potatoes. There's really just a couple big local potato people. I mean, and I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way, but there's just a few people that are doing it right. The Strohauers are one of those families up here in the north side of the state. Down south, you've got White Mountain, Sheldon, and, and Paul New. Yeah. So, you know, she's one of – her family is an icon in the potato industry, for OMG, sure. we're in love. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. It's in the kitchen. That'll be next on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. Okay, we're going to jump in the, in the kitchen in just a minute and talk to Modern Market. Uh, right now, I have to tell you about Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. These are the guys that uh, when you look inside the, the studio kitchen in Colorado, you see this green egg, you see this Yoder smoker. Um, they have various things that they supply us with, but these are the experts on smokers and barbecuing and education. At 2485 North Federal, 24th and Federal. Here's their location. You're going to go in there, and it's like barbecue heaven. It's midsummer, right? Here's the problem. A lot of people think, oh, man, I'm just going to wait till next year. I'm limping along. This is what I don't limp along because it's, it's like Indian summer. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it lasts. You'll grill all winter. You'll grill all winter. You'll love what you have. Don't put this off. You want to go in there right now. Mention the modern eater. Talk to Tony. Talk to Dan. Talk to Chris. Talk to Frank. Whoever you talk to, they're going to make sure you have the education you need for these smokers. I want to tell you what. Justin Brunson, Chef Justin Brunson, he loves what they do, so he went in and bought a Yoder smoker. These Yoder smokers, you're going to be the talk of the neighborhood. Do yourself a favor. Go see these guys at 24th and Federal. If you want to give them a call, 720-612-7324. But better yet, hit them up online, proudsoulsbbq.com, and they have classes as well. If you're looking to up your barbecue game, that's what you want to do with Proud Souls. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions, look them up online, proudsoulsbbq.com. Feed me now! This is the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy! I'm starving! And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Brought to you by... Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night long. We can do that all night long. Again and again and again, and, please. And then one more time. <laughs> and uh, you know it. This is a segment in the kitchen. That's when we take great chefs. I just fist bumped him if you saw it on uh, the Modern Eater Live Facebook page. And uh, here he is, Chef Josh Chesterson from Modern Market. How are you, Chef? I'm good, man. Thank good you. to see you. <laughs> yeah, you too. I've been wanting to catch up with you actually for quite some time. Uh, here's the reason why. I'm a fan. I love what you guys do, and I also like the name. Awesome. Modern. Yeah. Uh, why? You know, why not? We don't want to be relics. We want to be modern towards what we do. So, what does that mean to us? Innovative thinking, sustainability, great sourcing, great food, great community, great people, great chefs. Exactly. And here we are. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Where do we begin? Modern markets. Just lay it down in like a minute. Uh, sure. So, I mean, traditionally we're fast casual restaurant, but you know, we really. Um, put an onus on actual cooking, sourcing. Uh, it started in Boulder, Colorado. It actually started out of the Boulder Farmer's Market. That's where it all really came from. Uh, we have 31 restaurants now. Wow. And, uh, you know, we're in quite a few markets. So, you know, it becomes a little bit more challenging once we start growing. But we really, really try to continue to cook in the restaurants, um, put out amazing food to as many people as we possibly can. Um, and that's one of the reasons that, like, brought me over there was because, you know, we're, we're making great food, but it doesn't cost a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can come in and you can have a great, you know, lunch with grass-fed beef and some cool sides or a, a great salad. And we make all of our own soups and things like that. And, you know, you're in and out and it doesn't cost you a lot of money and it doesn't take a lot of time. I get all giddy when I hear yeah. I get all goose pimply. This is my jam right here. Well, but and Josh wanna, knows good food, brother. I know. And you, that's you why. Know. So what's your MO? What, what, what do you do with it? And I would have to believe it has to do with uh, great food, but not only that consistency through the 31 locations. Of course. And, you know, coming from fine dining where I ran like single operation restaurants, that was my biggest challenge was to, you know, learn how to create great food that could be consistent, you know, over yeah, different markets. Yeah, how's this going to be good in Glendale? How's this going to be good in Boulder? How's and it, how's it going to be good in Austin? And yeah. how's it going to be good in Washington, D.C.? Something else. Um, so, you know, that's uh, that's really where the creativity shifted, you know, from like day in, day out, changing menus and everything like that. You know, our menus are pretty set and we'll change them multiple times a year. But the creativity is all about like how do we make amazing food 
you know, without having, you know, a line of, you know, seasoned cooks and a chef in every restaurant and things like that. Well, how do you make it consistent? Because, exactly. I mean, this is a guy, Greg, when I met Josh, he was at a, a place called Colton Gray, in my opinion, in their heyday. Um, and, and when they were cranking out some incredible food. Well, he knows they, they've been through a lot of changes, but Josh was like this. I mean, I would go over there and I was like, holy smokes, I was floored what he was doing. And then when I got to know him, you find out that what? You were in, at Blue Hill? Yeah, I was at Blue Hill at Stone Barns for three years. Before yeah. I, I, I'm from New York originally, so I moved to And if to people Denver. know what that is, this is a farm that everything they are serving Truly comes. Like, it, it is a legendary, like, when it comes to the culinary experience around farm to how, table, how that's it. How, how do you transcend that? How do you get take all of that experience that you have, and, and, and how long have you been with Modern Market? Uh, about two and a half years now. Two and a half years. How long have they been around? Uh, a little over eight, I believe. So you have to kind of come in and, and look around and yeah. first just see what's going on. But what are the things that you brought yourself that you thought, okay. Well, you know, I think it was just, I mean, you know, before I came on, they were already amazing. Yeah. And I think that they really just wanted somebody with a fresh set of eyes who was, like, didn't come from, you know, a more corporate environment or, you know, restaurants with multiple units or fast casual or whatnot. That was just a food guy. And, you know, there was, again, a learning curve because, like, you know, my first iterations of food for Modern Market were too complex. So I had to start to, like, backpedal. And we say that, like, we'll start, we'll build a Ferrari and then we'll, like, tone it down to, like, you know, a nice Honda Civic with some, you know, a spoiler and some nice rims or something like that because that's what we can actually execute in the restaurant. It's still amazing. But we want to make the best version of it first. And if we can actually put the Ferrari in the restaurants, and there's a few items that we do, um, it's amazing. But, you know, that that's really the first thing that I looked at. And then it was little nuanced things about seasoning and adding some different proteins and lots of fresh herbs. I was like, we can bolster our flavor profile just with like herbs. That's easy and inexpensive. We didn't have to increase our prices, but now you eat a salad and there's fresh picked cilantro or mint or basil and things like that. And I mean, these are these little pops of flavor that makes you remember the food, but it's the same thing in fine dining. Yeah. Partner, uh, yeah. Partnerships are important too. Of course. Just um, gonna ask and, that. And, I love and, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I love it. We're, We're totally on the same. So, so and, and I, you know, I'll let you do your variation. But with a minute left in this, I don't want this to end because partnerships are coming up. And with Nate Singer from Carter Country Meats, that's a partnership that you've had through not only with Modern Market, but before and people you trust, right? right? So what I want to do is I want to continue this conversation, put some delicious food because you brought delicious food with you yep. and rejoin with you and Nate. Would sure. you mind doing that after the top of the hour? All right, let's keep this party started. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, we are at Studio Kitchen Colorado, summerdinnerseries.com. I have a feeling that we're going to get Chef Josh in the mix next year. Yes, Summer Dinner yes, Series. Um, totally, totally a privilege to have these new relationships with the quality of chefs that we have now. But what I want you to do is just stick around for this quick break. We'll be back. Myself, Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman. And uh, at the top of the hour, don't miss out. Tune into our Facebook and watch Little Rich. We'll How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. I like Brian. Oh, I am loving it tonight. We're looking at that. Yes, indeed he was. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. Oh, we got this. It's the second hour of the Modern Eater Show, and I always say, man, 
feel a lot more loose in the second hour, but the first hour was just bomb. We it was tight. It. It was, I got to tell you, the first good. hour was tight. There was The conversation was good all the way around. It was fun. The guests were incredible. And we're going to keep it going into the second hour right here. Second hour is sure to please as we continue. And, again, we just left off. And uh, Chef Josh Chesterson from Modern Market. And now joining us is Nate Singer from Carter Country Meats. Gentlemen, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Josh, welcome back. Thank you. Here you are again. And uh, thank you so much. Right the, on, The man. butcher, here he is. Happy to be here. He brought the goods, we man. Brought, you did not oh uh, you, you uh, did not disappoint at all. So here, here's why I kept you. Not only that, but we have delicious food in front of us. Could you first just, uh, for Facebook viewers, take a look. And um, you're going to really enjoy what we have here. But one of the points, as you show this, talk about the chefs at Modern Market. Sure. And um, really, truly, I said, hey, is this a dish that you'll find on the menu? You said, no, but listen, I'll tell you what. Right. Go ahead. Well, you know, we, we came, you know, when I got invited, I was like, I got to bring Nate. He's one of my best friends, oldest friends. And, you know, he's repping this amazing beef. So we really just brought the meat with us and then everything else we just kind of found here. So we were just kind of foraging in the walk-in. Um, but what I told you was that, you know, I, I like to do these types of things, farm dinners, private events and stuff. And I don't always necessarily make food that you'd find at Modern Market, but I think it's a good um, opportunity for, you know, our customers or people who've never been in a Modern Market to know that like the chef team behind Modern Market, and I'm not alone, there's a few of us, yeah. come from great pedigree. We're real chefs. We worked in great, great restaurants and we we're passionate about making really awesome food that's thoughtful and sustainable that, you know, doesn't, you know, and you can you can eat every day. You can go to Modern Market every day. And curating. And what, Brian, what we love about this kitchen is that a lot of times chefs are within their menu at their location. The kitchen is an incubator. Yeah. Come here and flex. Yep. You know, you can show off some different things here. Utilize, and it's a kitchen, you know, humble as it is. I mean, you're, scr bad. You're, you're scrounging around for different things and trying to work your way around. But once you're in here and you start catching the fever, this is a place where you call us up and go, hey, Jay, hey, Greg, hey, Brian. Um, we want to come in here and maybe do a, a demo video. We want to do so. So th doors open to you guys. That's come on great. into this yeah. incubator at any time. Meet some new people. Um source some new products, curate whatever you want to. But here is a uh, chef where you jump into the co-host role. I would like you to speak about your friend here. And I would like you to set this up. And and I don't think anybody better can give the accolades and the setup uh, towards your friend here. So why don't we do that right now as we introduce Absolutely. him to the show? Um, so Nate and I met, um, I mean, years and years ago um, through our, our, our very good mutual friend, Jose Rosenberg. And... Um, this is before we opened Black Belly, and um, you know we, Nate and I and Jose were doing like boutique catering, and that was it. And it was literally just the three of us, and it was crazy. It was like the Wild West. I mean, this was nothing compared to the scrambles that we did. But we put out great food, and it was super fun. And then uh, you know we went on to open Black Belly. Nate uh, went away for a little bit. He went to Maine and, and ran a butcher shop. Yeah, uh, I'm a butcher where shop. were you in Maine? I was in a Kittery, Maine, Port Smith, New Hampshire. I'm area. familiar. You know, I, I was yeah. uh, I I was uh, living in uh, for a little while in Wyndham, Maine. I don't know if you know where that is, it, but Gray, Maine, is yeah, where yeah. I really was at. But uh, that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm digressing. But Maine, that, I mean, that's a spot yeah. right there. Like Josh said, when we started catering at Black Belly, it was me and him in the kitchen, man, and we were doing high-end menus. We were sourcing thoughtful products. We were staying true to what we do and our beliefs. And uh, coming back to Boulder to help him open the brick and mortar of Black Belly, we really put our minds together. Uh, we put emotion, we put feeling, we put everything that we stand for in food. Should we mention this it. before it was cool? 
before it was mainstream, yeah. before all these, you know, farm to table or, or you know. Well, it's just like when we opened Colton Gray or Black Belly, you know, it's it's just what we did. We didn't yeah. do it for any other reason, and it's what we love to do. A belief system. And there well, was it was no, the right way, right, Josh? Yeah, I mean, that was just, you but, wouldn't but think of anything But there wasn't a thought else. that I was like, is this the right yeah. way or the wrong way? It, it was, was like, we just did it one way, way and right, that was right, it. Yeah. That was yeah. it, man. I love that. And then my biggest part bringing in was uh, my beef program from Wyoming. We raised beef up on 48,000 acres. It's all black Angus. It's dry-aged, and we're, old, we're raising old grass-fed cattle. So 6 to 12 years old, dry-aged a minimum of 21 days, and it's the m- most marbled grass-fed beef you can find in this country. What is wrong part. with you, man? <laughs> Look at this. We, we love beef, man. This, we love beef. This is it Well, but right where here. are you getting those? Because, quite honestly, I mean, that's an old... That's an old animal. There's that's a lot, an old a lot animal, of resources yeah. to go into that, man. We work with our uh, friends and neighbors, the ranchers up in Wyoming. We're separating Wyoming beef from the commodity system. And so we're focusing on individual ranch transparency. We're RFID chipping all the cows. And we're maximizing their, you know, their worth on the ranch. Every year on a ranch, uh, 20% of a rancher's income is these old animals. And for years and years, the commodity market has stolen these animals for 50 cents a pound. And so we go in and pay them a premium on their old animals, put money in the rancher's pocket so they can refurbish their herd, they can hire ranch hands, they can inspire their youth. There is, you know, a future in the ranching generation. So. But just think about what that means. You know how much feed that is for 12 years? 14 million pounds of grass <laughs> over the winter is what we feed our cows. And that's only four months of the year. Wow. So this is a million-dollar steak. We're it's, it's, right it's, a, it's at least a $1,000 steak, and that's what we're branding it as, 100%, man. Yep, it's the most marbled grass-fed beef in this country, the rarest beef in America. Well, but I'm glad, though, that you're talking about something that because that is in many ways unheard of because we've also had other ranchers on here um, and they're going the other way. Yeah, well, we've, we had someone, Nate, that is doing something. All of theirs nine months. is less than nine months. And yeah, and their thing is about cost because they're saying if we keep going That's too it. far, we have too much into the animal yeah. so and we can't get. Yeah. Well, what I say in like uh, correspondence to that is in Wyoming, we give access to resources for our animals. We don't have to provide them. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the land. It comes with the power grasses. It comes with the range to where we can give access and not have to provide. But it's on us to make sure that we're sustainable. And we rotate crops and we don't, you know, deplete the land. We actually regenerate it. Yeah. The rancher's awesome. conundrum is, is okay, what, well, what do I do? I, I'm doing so many great things with my land, with the animals, with the feed, whether it's grass-fed, grass-finished, grass-fed, corn-finished, corn-fed, corn-finished. I'm doing so many great things. And I'm doing a myriad of things. But now I'm at the thing to where it's like, okay, do I sell it at auction? No, it takes, it, sell it, yeah. it takes everybody in the circle. That's why I work with Josh, and that's why Josh is one of my best friends. It's because that's to put a piece of meat like this into a chef's hands like Josh. But that's commitment, amazing. and that's a partnership because it is. the last thing that you want as a rancher is a bunch of ground beef. Yep. Which All the have. premium cuts yeah. go away yep. quickly because that's the commodity. But how, how do I bring it to market and how do I sell it? So direct is a big thing right now. All, but the partnerships of saying, okay, Josh, you'll take a full cow no matter what or half a cow and I'll have a partnership right. with another restaurant. That commitment of saying, I know that that commitment's there. So you're not going to just leave me with a bunch of hamburger or I have to grind up a whole cow and make hamburger out of the whole thing that those partnerships are instrumental of keeping some of these ranch ranches afloat 100 percent. i mean obviously you know at modern market we we can't use beef like this just because of the, the price point you know if if we could we absolutely would and it's also like is there enough of it available but i'm such a big advocate for this i mean he's one of my best friends and like 
what he's doing with this program, like in Colorado, is just fantastic. And I mean, you know, it it makes me happy to go into restaurants now and you see Carter Country on the mm -hmm. menu. I'd rather see this than like Wagyu or something that's coming from Japan when it's like, this is from our neighbors. I agree. And it's local. And so speaking it's of that, Josh, where are the restaurants that we could go see Carter Country on the menu? I mean, Corita is the only one in Boulder right now. Okay. Let's um, change that. Let's start getting so because yeah. if you go to a five-star resort, you know you're going to a five. You're getting what you pay for. That's it. And, and it, people know that. Yep. And if you're going to the Holiday Inn down the street or the Motel Six, you're going to get the Motel Six. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it, you, it should be no different than food. It, it, it takes education, man, and it takes participation from all, you know. And so working with the right people, starting yourself with the right people, we're slowly getting there, you know. And it's all about uh, the people you grow with. You know, you can't grow alone. So when we talk about hyperlocal, it's not just Colorado. Hyperlocal's in a lot of communities. It's in every community, and it's basically supporting. And I don't see what any reason why, because I grew up in Colorado. Wyoming's my neighbor. That's it. Man. I have yeah. no problem supporting my neighbor as well. So when you think of hyperlocal in Colorado, please think of Wyoming as well. Well, and we should look at a little map because, quite honestly, folks, if you drew a circle around. You know, you you took a 100-mile circle around Denver, yeah. and then you went out and took a 200-mile circle around Denver. You'd find out that some of these other states are that close. Yeah. And the reality is, is if you look at how the seasons change and how we should be eating, you know, I think that if you want a banana or an orange, folks, you're not going to only be able to eat in Colorado um, or an avocado. Are well, you, sure? you know, what I mean, and so that's the thing is, is we have to look at what's regional as being local, yeah. because quite honestly, that is part of our local ecosystem. I am, I would say Wyoming's part thoroughly of impressed when he broke out this uh, huge, beautiful uh, chunk of beef. I said, man, that is what gets me going yeah. right there. Well, it was dry age for how many days? Uh, 45 days. It's a nine-year-old cow who lived her whole life on the ranch, and uh, we age them 14 days minimum, whole carcass, after slaughter, and then we continue to age the middles beyond that. You know, and We found that about 45 days is perfect for our beef. Thank you, That's Bessie. Awesome. Bessie yeah. was uh, uh, very nice to us tonight. So anything that you want to leave with us of like, here's what we're trying to do, here's what we're trying to accomplish, yeah. because a lot of restaurant owners, a lot of restaurateurs, people that are interested in these types of things, how can they get a hold of you? I mean, we're trying to promote healthy beef, you know, and sustainable beef. And so our grass-fed 100% marbling is what you look for in the health benefits of grass-fed beef. And so to market this with chefs like Josh, chefs around the country that are really, really good chefs that want to stand next to a project and educate, they're the kind of people for us. But uh, we, we more uh, kind of stay to our own. We're country, and uh, we let the chefs represent for us for the most part, you know. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. If you guys don't mind, I'd like to make it all in the family because it looks like you used a little bit of that black magic spice. We did. We used uh And Zach's that's the spice guy. The spice all right, guy, so man. if you'll stick around and take your place, here's he's going to come in right now, and it's charger. uh it's our guy. He's Zach Johnston, the spice guy. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, we're just enjoying delicious food here. In yeah, check out Facebook. Kitchen, we're going to have Josh on the meantime. Yeah, Josh. You mean Zach? Zach? Zach, Zach, no, Zach, Josh, Josh is, uh, Josh is going back leaving. with Little Rich. Zach is staying oh, here Zach. for the next half hour with the Spice Guy. Right, let's break Talk off. about the meat and we'll, the black magic. We'll break off That's from it. Studio Kitchen Colorado and then back with the Spice Guy. And he's a friend of ours and he's a friend of yours. His name's Zach Johnson. He's up next right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website 
themoderneater.com. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Summer is upon us and it's about time. I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. At Brews, badass Belgian-style beers are our thing, and we're welcoming summer with a big selection of warm-weather beers. Session-strength beers that you can kick back and relax with. Fruit beers, fresh and vibrant. Plus wild beers, sour beers, and all the classics. Doubles, triples, quads, and wit beers. Brews Beers is at 67th and Pecos in Midtown. We have food trucks daily, a big spacious patio voted one of Denver's best, and we're very dog-friendly. Mark your calendar, our third anniversary bash with live bands, tasty food, and of course great beers is Saturday, July 20th. Check it out on social media or go to our website, brewsbeers.com. That's Brews Beers, B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue, just 10 minutes north of downtown. Denver's home for badass Belgian-style beers. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, back at it. This uh, segment brought to you by Growers Organic, the uh, leader in all of the organic. Well, thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you for bringing us this segment, <laughs> Mr. Freeman. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, back with the whole cast and crew, Chef Joss Chesterson, Modern Market, Nate Singer, Cardi C- Carter Country Meats, and uh, Zach Johnston, the Spice Guy. It's been a while. Zach, I mean, truly, when you see these guys just reach for your product on the shelf, Spice, and they, they know the black magic, which do I you, think... This, do you know this is the guy that... This is his idea. Really? Yeah. The charcoal thing is an uh, old Nate Singer idea. That was it, man. I called Zach one time. I go, Zach, do you have uh, activated charcoal? He's like, no, but I can get some. That's fantastic. <laughs> wow, that is cool. <laughs> That's a how little, that works. Little known huh? fact. Yeah, and then I he said, make it, and I made it, and it worked. And you get a... 
a perpetuity check. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, wait, week, I got yeah. a question, though. What was your thought behind it? I mean, charcoal is yeah. one of these things that's a cleanser and is really good digestive on the yeah. digestive side. But where were you coming with it? So my idea was to take these big cuts of meat and be able to rub them with a the spice that I can emulate a bark of like an eight-hour smoke on. And so I wanted high sugar content. I wanted high flavors for very high heat. So when I cooked this at a high heat, we essentially get that bark that you would get from a 12-hour brisket. I'm not going to lie. You throw that on chicken or something like that, people are like, it's burnt. People think yeah. it's burnt. Yeah. It's burnt. And then they yeah. taste the chicken and, and they they're go, like, oh, my God. God. It's amazing. Anybody yeah. that knows people that listens to the show knows that people aren't smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay, he's not dry. Zach's personality's not dry. Man, he's, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, I'm dry, but sometimes when I talk to him, you know, I, I mute it and I go, is this guy mad at me about something right now? I can't, and then I unmute it and go like, hey, uh, spice. Well, you're just dry. He is a dry rub, so. <laughs> no doubt. So, Zach, on a serious note, okay. we walked through your website. We did, you and I. And it was so much fun. Because I love that type of stuff and e-commerce and, and availability and, and ease of ordering. How important is that to you guys, so, Chef Butcher, you know, to know that reliability, getting what I need, somebody who's going to actually work with my account. And you've talked many times, Zach, about touching your accounts every week. Yep. I didn't touch Nate very much because he's in Boulder and I don't like to go up there. <laughs> you do not. No. But, uh, I, have to, I have to ask for my touches. <laughs> <laughs> I doled them out when I needed to, though. <laughs> and the, yeah, but yeah, in Denver here, we yeah we see 350 restaurants a week in person, uh, between three people. So is that possible? Every week, I it mean, barely we have is. 22 sponsors, and it's so hard to keep everybody happy. How do you do that? I think most people hate me. <laughs> do you? <laughs> no, no. I think yeah, people are people are happy because we're coming to do their inventory. We're eliminating a little bit of work off their shelves. Um, yeah, the last thing you want to look at after you've looked through a 60-page order guide is a spice shop that is completely destroyed. So every week we come in, uh, reorganize that for you, take your order, let you know what we're going to bring you. And it's uh, it's less expensive and way more flavorful and way more fresh than the, anybody else you're getting it from. That's so. hospitality, baby. That's hospitality. Yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're yeah. just not smart enough to not do that. But, Chef, what do you look for when you – I mean, you want always innovative. You want the right spices. Uh, you might even want some blends, and you might want something customizable. But what do you look for as far as, like, I want to up my game. Um, do you do – you Well, I, I, I think you touched on it, the customization. I mean, I, I think it's, it, it's a testament to your company that you would take an idea from, you know – this guy yeah and then actually start making it and then you're going to present it to new people and like you know we don't always have the time to sit around and tinker constantly you know even when we're talking about spices i mean we could spend a lifetime doing that so when somebody's taking the guesswork out of that and is like hey this is new and super awesome and like i worked with nate singer on it and it's like all right let's try it out and it's like chef driven and then you're you're also taking some of the like the labor and the thinking out of the restaurant which is amazing yeah that's the idea Seems, I mean, it seems it was the, it was what we said. I, I was working in restaurants when I started this, and I took a culmination of the best things that all my current purveyors were doing, and uh, sort of hand selected what I was going to do with my company to make it, to where it was just going to be the easiest for the chef, uh, and we're trying to do that for the home cook too, 
taking all this guesswork out of cooking and saying, hey, like, you're not a spice expert, Greg. Take this blend home, and you can impress your mom. Probably not your mom. but <laughs> Probably not mine. <laughs> you know my mom. Um, but that's where we – I love it, Patricia, uh, by the, the way. The roads go back to your website, which I'm in love with. And so you look at the ease of use of the website, you look at the ordering, you look at that I do this at home and I want to make sure that my cabinet's stocked just like the restaurant would be and having those personal touches. So reordering, knowing what you need, um, even down to, and I wouldn't be surprised, Zach, if you figured out what people's habits are (laughs) within what they're ordering because you'll hit people up in a very nice way and in a fun way. So this website, well, but you're forgetting one thing. What? Custom blend creations. Well, you won't do that for the end consumer, though, will you? Not yet. We Wait, the end consumer, you, you've got to be a built. restaurant or a chef to no, get his no, stuff, No, no, I mean, man. I think that the market and for I think guys like thing. you and I is a market that doesn't need to be ignored. Am I wrong? I mean, I, for me, I, I talked to Zach about our retail aspect of the meat company, and I was like, hey, Zach, we need three blends. We need one for a steak, one for a burger, and one for everything else. And so he put, together, put us together a sweet spice blend labeled with our names, with his packaging, and it's a collab at that point. And where me and Josh are in our systems, it's a, we look for people like Zach to step up and to be a part of the team. We don't want to have to drag people along with us or try to ask too much. When someone's you know, proactive and they're doing the right things, it makes it a lot easier to work with. And that's the ultimate humility because he doesn't put his name. It's more about the chef that he created it with or the restaurant or the or the market that he created it with, and that's why I say you, you don't you're not going to see the Spice Guy maybe right now. But, but you'll private label people as well, just like oh yeah, we private labeled ten thousand bottles last week. Yep, you hear that ten thousand? Yeah, ten thousand. Coming up is uh, what's the next major holiday? Labor Day. Yeah, we're Labor Day and we're Labor Day planning right now. So. And what's in store? Can you give us a little peek inside the curtain? Yeah, American flags on the tops of the bottles, dude. <laughs> right <Come> on. <laughs> I like that. Um, so with that said, you're going to have offers? Yeah, so we'll be doing tons of offers around Labor Day and sort of as grilling season closes. That'll be like the culmination of grilling season. We get maybe like a month more here in Colorado of that. Um, and then ba- so July, I'm planning Christmas right now. I'm planning Are you really? I'm planning my Thanksgiving to yeah. Christmas. I've got my Thanksgiving kits built already for going into, like, King Supers and City Market. Is anyone asking for an eggnog blend? Nobody yet. Nobody. It's so Come funny. On, it's, like, it's like drugs, though, truly, because you go onto the website, and he's like, I'm going to give you a gram for free. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna I'll, I'll give you 20 grams. I'm, I'm gonna. Show, I'm gonna send you over 20 grams for free in the mail. You know. So, you, so you'll get and, and merely just a gimme. You just sign up. Just a gimme. Right? Yeah. Just a gimme. You sign up. Right. So you, you're in the realm. Right. And he knows you're interested in spices and you're getting your 20 grams for free. But truly, it's just a taste. Yeah, just, just a just taste. The cool thing about that blend is uh, on the restaurant side of the world, and Nate has bought the retail product. It's roasted garlic. That on the restaurant side of things is actually called drugs. Is it really? That product is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, hey, it's all good stuff to me. Uh, and, and what I want to do, it's 7.30 on 6.30 KHOW and iHeart Radio Station, Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, as we continue, uh, the Spice Guy, Zach Johnston, that – I want you, Zach, to come to my house because there are so many just dumb questions I want to ask you. This has been in my spice cabinet for two years. Chuck it, baby. Chuck it. Yep. 
get rid of it. This it's is like, it, like your mom's black pepper container, you know. That's right. I and I want to I want to and, and I want to know what are the fundamentals I should have. So I'm going to bring Zach to my house. I love it. And I'm going to have him build a spice cabinet for me, which I think will trans it'll translate to so many people. Um, when they see that, to say, these are the basics that I need. And here's some other things of, like, what do you cook, Greg? Oh, well, I'm a balcony gardener, and I like to cook in my grill, and I have my little propane take, and this is... And you can say, okay, Greg, here's... Well, but wait, let me ask Zach a question on this, because of what we just talked about, stuff that gets too old, it's in your... It's in your spice cabinet, it's gone bad. How is, do you know is it's gone the real, bad, though, Well, man. because if it's over because a couple my, months old, it's bad, my right? My mom seriously has stuff that's been in her and cabinet that's bad. since high school. And the Egyptians have stuff in the tombs, old. man. That, I'm black 47 pepper, man. Let, let Zach old. tell us, how, how old should a spice be when you toss it? I think, so we we tell everybody 18 months. Um, we used to tell them 12 months, but it's hard, it's a little is bit. It, is it like pills, though, that to where those pills are still good? We just want you to buy more. Good for what? Good for, yeah. you know, whatever for, the like, use is, you know? Good for, yeah, I don't know. No, they're not yeah. good is anymore. Is the taste going to change? The taste changes pretty dramatically after a year, depending on how you store it. If you're storing... Use some of my old ass spices and put them, uh, compare them next we, yeah, to something. Yeah, let, let's friend. do it. We could do a side by side. Let's do a side by side. There's a re- so we sell to Littleton School District and Cherry Creek School District, and at the end of the year, they they toss everything and restart the next year. And that's a school, and those are that's tax money that they are on a super limited budget, and they're going out of their way to do it. So the fact that you're rich and you won't do it is. Rich. Yes, I don't even exactly. You're dripping in a, money. I don't even have a car, you know, <laughs> rich. So, that's you're so rich you just drive Ubers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The only question I really have is if uh, if I come to your house, are you gonna let me leave? No. Yes. No, not at all. You, uh, you know, bring I'll, a pager. Let some friends know you're going over. <laughs> yeah. There's some steps you need to take before yeah. you walk in the door. All I know is you'll be smothered in spices. I don't know how that'll work out. But thank you so much. And Modern Market, wow, we're going to develop a relationship because I'll tell you what, I we have just broken the ice with your capabilities, what you do. We're honored to have you in our presence tonight. So yeah, thank, thank you for you having so me. Much. Uh, does Modern Market use the Spice Guy? Uh, we know, we know uh, their contracted buyer very well. We've been in yeah. talk, so we're, no, so we're, we're, we're all working on Opportunity. We're closer than we want to be. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. Things are happening here. That's what happens. The wheels are in motion, Jerry. That's the right. wheels are in motion. A new friend of ours, Erica Brown, and it's Vibrant Veggie. She's coming up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas. Rockalita's, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey everyone, it's Colleen Ferreira with the Colorado Chefs Association. Are you ready to put your passion to work? Well, we train the future chefs of Colorado, and we want you to join us. The Colorado Chefs Association is recruiting for our fall semester right now. Join our American Culinary Federation accredited cooking program. Work in a professional 
Little Kitchen and get paid all while earning your sous chef certification. Email me at Colleen at acfcoloradochefs.org. I'd love to hear from you. Join our excitement and explore a new future. Hey, it's Greg Holland back. Any more these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in The Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones antibiotics or steroids the goods is truly a cultural melting pot a family restaurant open to all their bar program is amazing saddle up at their long luxurious bar have a nice craft beer or a cocktail like their facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week located on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore across from east high school with free parking and a garage in back look them up online thegoodsrestaurant.com I'll see you at the goods. Hey guys, it's Carly Smith, the fairy godmother here. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. I love your guts. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Let's go make some bone broth. Okay, back at it. Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show. A few tickets left for some of our dinners of the Summer Dinner Series. SummerDinnerSeries.com, Little Rich. You know my favorite part? is when the chef is able to talk to the farmer and the farm and oh, at the dinner yes yes and how you're showing the farmer here's all the all the different farmer rancher grower whoever yeah. it is here's all the people that are enjoying us and it seems like you can see as you see their face they're stunned when they see this room packed with people here's where the food's coming from do you like those farmers rich those uh, farmers are brought to you by Growers Organic. That's right. <laughs> I love Speaking it. Greg just threw me a, uh, a segment. I loved it. This Thank segment you. brought to you by Colorado Mills Sunflower Products. Nice. I like that. I like friends, it. And I like that a lot, too. Right now, we'll turn our attention to Miss Erica Brown and Viber yeah. Veggies. Thanks for having How me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, we're so excited to meet new people because that's what it's all about. Good people, good products. But Miss Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother, and featured in her dinner... On Tuesday night, coming up, may I mention sold out dinner, she'll be here talking about her products and gut health. So, let's start with that. What do you do at Vibrant Veggies? Well, um, I am the salesperson for the new pouches that we have that just came out, which I don't know where to put these. These are awesome. These are awesome. So these are single serve, grab and go, um, live fermented kraut packages that you can have with you for lunch, on the go, hiking, traveling. Shut the front door. Let me see. Yes. So do you, I mean, do you mix that with water? Do you just uh, (laughs) snort it? No, baby. You just eat it. Today, uh, for flat earthers, sorry, but today's the 50th anniversary of of us landing on the moon <laughs> it, it, is this going to the moon? it should one day yeah. one day this one will go day. to the moon but um this is a very thoughtfully put together product right here and this is for folks that really enjoy good food and gut health yep. and don't think that they're going to get it from a pill Right, exactly. So it's a live fermented food. It's all organic, certified organic. We have three different flavors. Um, we have the lemon ginger, which you've got there, and then the caraway and also a roasted green chili. Can I have this one? You may. Oh, my goodness. It, it is, is so cool. But right but there. this is, you guys have to be first to market with this, aren't you? I don't, is anyone else doing this? Not that we've seen. You all are total innovators. That's awesome. And, and folks, by the way, all of this cabbage. Ta-da! 
right there, Growers Organic. Why we have be? been working with the ladies at Vibrant Veggies since the very beginning, since they were just, I mean, really just two gals making some, making some fermented stuff. And um, I gotta, I, I love the gals. Here's I mean, the, they're so Rich is super passionate so about it. So this is what it looks like when you open the pouch, right? There's a, there's a tear notch at the top, yeah. and there's a degassing valve at the back as well, because it's a live fermented product, so it's going to continue to, to, to grow. I was gonna say, is it resealable? But you don't need it because you better not. eat all that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, eat all that. When it's we get, two I ounces. could use one of these. When we get bigger portions. <laughs> That's just you're getting old, Rich. <laughs> When we get bigger portions, maybe, but right now, that's a perfect quantity for lunch. Yep, it is. The third flavor that we have is the roasted green chili, and that those chilies are from Colorado as well. They're yeah, from let's Pueblo. lay that right next to it, too. This one's the, oh, the caraway? Absolutely. I don't have the green chili with me oh, today. Popular. Yeah, we're just starting to make But it. all these folks are that. certified organic, they 100% are. organic products. And this, I'll tell you, man, I love this because... You don't know. I believe that you should be eating this kind of food with every meal. Now, Carly I mean, is going to really discuss this yes. in depth, yep. right? Yep. But I would like you to do just some bullet points of the gut health and the, and the gut health factors with this. Ooh, well, what do you think, Rich? I'm, Come I'm, on, jump I'm in. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to try some. I've got my bowl. I already pounded a whole <laughs> bowl over here of it. I love it. From what I know about gut yeah. health, which I'm definitely not the no. expert that Carly is. I understand. Um, is that it really helps to um, create a balanced microbiome in, in, in your body, in your digestive right system, which really affects all the rest of your, your body and, and how you function. Yep. Um, one thing that Vanessa, who's the um, creator of Vibrant Veggies, she actually has a neuroscience degree. She's a super smart girl. Off the charts smart. Totally. She had told me, she started making this for some of her um, friends and, and people that needed help with um, brain, more brain functioning, kind of clearer brain functioning, which actually comes from your gut. So these this product can help you just to have, um, you know, it helps with allergies, it helps with um, uh, fatigue, things like that. But it is for really for kind of a whole body, um, whole body balance. Which now, is what Carly really nice. would tell you is that can't be good for me. That well, can't be good for me. So what Carly would tell you is, is that incorporate hmm. this with foods that may seem a little bit dangerous, right? <laughs> it's delicious. Put this on a great broth. Put this with other foods that you'd love to enjoy, mm -hmm. because this is going to be something that, and again, Jay, we're all, uh, Brian, we work with Carly. Yeah. We talk about gut health. We know about inflammation. We know about the lining of your gut is probably the most important thing that you possibly 80% of your immune system comes from your gut. And things like this are AIDS. Mm -hmm. They aid in digestion. They aid in gut health. And you have these things with some of the, oh, my gosh, this is naughty. It's not really naughty. <laughs> Everything is in proportion, what you do. But when you do stuff like this, you're putting yourself on over the top. You're putting yourself on the other side of knowing at least I'm doing something good for myself and my health. And that's what I appreciate about these types of products. And it's a live, it's a live fermented product too. So it's not pasteurized. It's it's raw. It's probi It has tons of probiotics, um, and like I said, it's organic as well. So it's 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 alive right now. You know that's why we have the degassing valve also because it's so as going. a side for your meal, fantastic. or or just as a snack, man. Or I would alone, tell you, right? yeah. you're just you grab one of these and throw it in your fridge at the office, 
and just grab a little snack in between meals. This is where you should be going. You know, Carly's going to talk about, I hope how our bodies become too acidic or too alkaline. And this is the kinds of things that helps balance your body. And that's what why gut health is so important, man. So what I like about this, and, and we talk about gut health, and there are a lot of supplements. I mean, you do a probiotic, a prebiotic, you're taking <laughs> supplements, you're do, washing it down. There's substance with this. It's actual food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And food is life. And the enzymes through this, because it's live food still, that this is uh, it's raw. It's great. It's good for you. It's going to promote great gut health. There's some, But at the end of the day, consumers are looking for delicious yeah well wouldn't you wouldn't you put that with a little pastrami and make one of the best roast beef sandwiches you've ever had all day long every day long yep if you're a college kid with the the cheap ramen anything yes anything yeah and 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 here's what i'll tell you get your kids started on this early yeah develop a taste for that now rich right Absolutely. Develop a taste for it. Know that this, you know, and necessarily you don't need to go through all the nuances, but when the, the kids develop a flavor for it, they, they know this is something that this is a part of my diet every single day. Then that's when you've got. You want me to tell you a secret mortgage. about this? What? So I, I was I was just talking with Erica about this. I have this product at home, this uh, ginger one. And this is, is a little bit being phased out, but it's still just very limited. Um, locations, but I have this ginger at home, or well, I did. A couple weekends ago, I had some guests over for brunch. And at the end of the brunch, I was wanting that. And I said to the guest, I said, you know, hey, and it was a person, it was a very interesting couple because one of them was from England and one of them was from um, Czech, Czechoslovakia. And I said, hey, let me try, let me bring this out. And they said, oh, you're bringing out some kraut. And so in their culture, this is very common. In ours, it's not. I put this on the table, and no joke, they ate both bowls that I put out. <laughs> Loved it. And I used your Moroccan flavor, I believe, is is what I had. I had the Moroccan and the lemon ginger just off the charts, folks. I mean, and that's in my own personal house, something that I would do. And after I made this huge brunch for these people, and they loved the food, and I thought everyone was stuffed, but that's the time when you eat something like this because it's almost a digestive enzyme mm-hmm. yeah. right for you. So now our viewers and our listeners are going, thanks, guys. I mean, where do I get it? So the jars are still available in select Whole Foods. I believe they're in Superior, Bradburn, Pearl, Pearl Street over in Boulder, kind of those areas. But just, a, just a few of them. The pouches, which we're literally debuting tonight. Really? Um, this, the, the, yeah. Fantastic. This is the very first showing of these. Um, they're available online only, um, direct ship to your house. Okay. So if you go to vibrant-veggies.com and go to the shop tab, you can find there where you can order them. Uh, they come in six pounds cases or six pack boxes yeah. I guess um, either um, one of all of one flavor or a variety pack so two of each two of the Can I recommend chili. seven packs because that's yes. a week yeah and you you want to have this every single day of the week so the seven pack would be cool but six <laughs> I mean just but how can we get this in alfalfas and choice well, market and all of our local and we're gonna little places that. that hold on to that that's my goal that's my next step okay so, yeah. well we'll work with you thank Here, you here's what yeah. I'm thankful for and I can't wait but uh, you didn't give birth during the show yeah no, <laughs> no. but I like it because right it's here. getting close it is, it's it getting close, close. Six weeks. I'm so happy for you this product is great we're Thank gonna you. have a relationship and talk about these things much much more but most most importantly we'll see you Tuesday night can't wait
Can't wait to awesome, Carly America. Smith, the I'm, very good I'm going to head over to the corner. Head over to Richie Corner. I'll go over there? Okay. All right. We're going back over there, and we have one segment left, and we're going to catch up. He's the man with the plan. His name's Jeff Tyler. Not only is he a brewer, he's a businessman at Spice Trade Brewing Company, but also the co-host of Beercraft, yeah. Modern Eater Network production. He's a sexy guy, too, Greg. Don't forget about that. Tall you know? and sexy. We'll talk Tall, dark, to handsome. Jeff. Coming up next, right here, last segment of the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. <laughs> Choose your path. Through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Lacordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. Okay. All right, back to the show in just a minute for booze and the news. But right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, I have to tell you the success stories time and time again of Jeff Rourke with his tap systems and maintenance comes in all the time when people say the job that I had done needs to be cleaned up and there he is Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions another family owned and operated business that can't be beat him and his wife Kristen they put together an operation to not only do they install the tap lines of your dreams they will maintain not only the work that someone else did and make it better 
They will do their maintenance as well. They want you to have an A-plus. But wait, if I have 100 lines and someone screwed oh. it up, will they be able to fix it? Without a doubt. Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, he's the guy. If you're listening to us and you're a bar owner or a restaurant owner, a brewery owner, and you've got some miles on your wheels, get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions because he wants to fine-tune your tap system to be the best that the brewers expect. The brewers want their beer to taste like it intended to taste. And to, J- Jeff, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, how do you I get agree, a hold of them? Right? Yeah, I how totally do I get a hold agree. of them? It's, you need good good taps. Taps are the last thing that beer touches. It's got to be the best. It's I got agree. to be the best. And Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, he'll make sure that happens for you. Because if you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're pouring, pouring your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Uh, and everybody uh, knows that. You, Chris, you even know that. I know that, Chef too, yes, Christopher absolutely. Moore. Uh, you're pouring your money down the drain, and we don't want that to happen because we want you to be as profitable as possible, and Jeff Rourke can do that for you. 720-272-3809. Too fast. I need a pen. Give me a second. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and a a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. You better believe it. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio and live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. And Jeff Tyler from Spice Trade Brewing Company. I mean, I tell you what. Every time I taste a beer from this magic man's creations, it's just I'm trying to figure out these crazy uh, flavors. You cannot in it right figure now. it I mean, out, like, and looking, they're all pulled out. And Chef Chris Moore, I'm looking at the colors, uh, Chef, man. We talk about touch. beer is food, right, Chef? Beer is food, I believe. That. And we talk about that, or you talk about that with your co-host Andrew Moore on, on Beercraft. Beercraft every Monday at 4 p.m. Yep. And um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But right now, there's a little bit of ground to cover. But as Jeff and uh, Chris. Chef, you appreciate beers like this, right? Absolutely. Just looking, and the one that strikes me the most is their uh, their Scarlet uh, Hibiscus, uh, having uh, history in uh, Central and South Central America with like Florida Hibiscus or Florida Jamaica, which is what they use the hibiscus flower, and the color of that is just amazing. I mean, it's like a rosé wine, but it's not. It's a beer. It's, it looks delicious. Do you think it yeah. was a Grateful Dead? Do you think that Scarlet no, something no, no. came out of there? No. You want to no. know the story of the name? I'd yeah. love it. So Scarlet Giant's the name of the beer. It's a hibiscus key lime sour, and it was a collaboration that we did with the Denver Botanic Gardens. So what we did was we went to the Botanic Gardens, and we wanted to culture wild yeast at the gardens. And so we brought these plates, these little sterile media plates, and we put them all over all sorts of weird fruits and flowers. We've got Buddha's hand, and we got the skin on there. We got some hibiscus flowers. We put some in the air, and we saw uh, kind of if we found any wild yeast. And what we found was on their Scarlet Giant hibiscus flower, which is a hibiscus flower native to Southeast Asia. It's like a 20-foot tall hibiscus flower. We got a yeast off of it, uh, a yeast strain. Holy cow. And we grew that up, and then we fermented this beer with it. So this beer is fermented with yeast from the Botanic Gardens. Then we add coriander, Utah rock salt, uh, key lime, and hibiscus from the Boulder Tea Company. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad that's what inspired you rather than that other flower that smells like a bum's rear end or something. Right, right, right. It was the gardens, (laughs) the beautiful, aromatic, delicious gardens. Wait, wait, you think a hibiscus doesn't smell good? 
Uh, no, no, no. The begonia. I think he's talking about the death, the, 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 the death flower. The death oh, flower. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you know that if flower did, that I'm talking about? It blooms okay. like every three years or something like oh, that. Oh, the one that's – but you were in the dome, right? You got that We were that in the stuff? dome. Yeah, this was in the conservatory. It's one of the, the – like, it doesn't grow natively in Colorado, so it has to be kind of temperature-controlled, humidity-controlled. Um, but it, we got a really good yeast strain off of it, and we've been, we've been brewing with it ever since. Fair to the, say no one could ever do that again. Um, not like we did. Definitely not. This nice. kind of beer knowledge is what you'll get from Beer Craft every Monday. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of get jealous because that's a pretty popular show that a lot of people watch. And uh, it's right here at uh, Studio Kitchen Colorado, the yep. Modern Eater production. And these guys, Andrew Moore and Jeff Tyler, just really bring you everything that you want with beer knowledge. But uh, other than that, Tuesday night, Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother, here you are. You're pouring beers at this gut health dinner. Beer yeah. and gut health, is there anything to that? Because beer's gotten the rap, Jeff, of yeah. being the opposite of gut health. So it has, and I think I'm, I am so excited for this dinner on Tuesday uh, with Carly Smith because um, it's a it's the only dinner we've ever I've ever done with Spice Trade where the whole dinner is designed around digestion and gut health throughout the meal. Five course dinners are a lot to take on, but this is specifically designed for digestibility and gut health, which is super cool. And we have some fun beers that we're going to be bringing. We are bringing the Scarlet Giant, and this has some probiotics in it. You know, it's it's a soured a kettle soured beer, so it actually has lactobacillus in it that helps sour it, which is the same thing you find in yogurt. Lactobacillus. Lactobacillus. So it's a (laughs) lactic acid bacteria. Uh, It makes lactic acid. That's what makes yogurt. So it makes cheese. Um, it's super healthy for your for your microbiome. But the, the thing I'm most excited about for the dinner is we have one brand new beer that we haven't released yet. It's a collaboration that we're doing with uh, Liberati. Um, and we had Alex Liberati on Beercraft. He talked all about Anno beers and his wine beer hybrids. But we're going to be making a vermouth-style beer. So it tastes like vermouth. It's 14% alcohol, it's made with grapes, it's made with barley, and it's bittered with a bunch of really cool herbs. We have wormwood, angelica root, chamomile, a bunch of really cool herbs, and it's it's going to be a bitter digestif that you're going to have in between courses. Okay, so nice. with 40 seconds left, this is what's cool. Tuesday night, you'll be here, but Monday, there will be a beer crap. Can you go more in depth with, with that and spend 20 seconds of just talking about what uh, Monday's beer crap is going to be all about? Um, Monday's beer craft, we're going to continue our world beer tour. Um, so we've been to Germany, we've been to Belgium. We're going to continue it with a, um, a super secret new location that we're going to have uh, on Monday. But you're going to get an idea of the culture and the brewing history from that region, and maybe a little bit of kind of the, the food history from that region. You're too. missing out if you don't tune into beer craft. It's every Mondays at 4 p.m. And Jeff Tyler and Andrew Moore, the authorities of craft beer here in Colorado, I thank you so much, yeah. Chris Moore so cool. Tune in to this show. It's great. We'll see you next.